50 Shades of Grey. For Petrie's Minor 10. Mighty helpful for your weekend projects. Jace is the first person to call through, mate. What are you doing right now? Oh, just at work. Raining where you're at, Jace, or is it just a bit wet and misty? Just wet and misty at the moment, yeah. yeah. Wet and misty nonsense. That's it. <laughs> hey, you want to score a $100 voucher to spend on whatever the heck you want at uh, Mitre 10? Yeah, sounds good. Well, all you got to do with Triple M's 50 Shades of Grey is correctly identify which of these two paint colours that you can buy from Mitre 10 is actually the shade of grey. One is a shade of blue, the other is a shade of grey. Here we go. Restless and perfection. Which one is a shade of grey, mate? Oh, going to be a stab in the dark. I'll go with uh, perfection. Yeah, he's got it! <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, mate. I'm going to throw you away a $100 voucher to spend on whatever the heck you want. Always thanks to the legends at Petrie's Mitre 10. Mighty helpful for all your weekend projects. No worries, bud. Thanks, mate. See, that's how easy it is. It's a 50-50 chance of winning and Triple M's 50 Shades of Grey is back again same time, same place next week right here on Dubbo's 93.5 Triple M. He's the man behind EFTM.com. I'm talking Trevor Long and he knows all things when it comes to tech. Trev, what the heck is going on with Facebook? What are they changing their name or something? Just trying to hide behind a new name. Um, not, not a lot of good publicity around Facebook over the last couple of years, has there been really? So why not change the name? But what they're doing is they're not changing the name of the website. We'll all still go to facebook.com and the, the app Facebook to look at photos of children in the family and all that kind of stuff. Mm. But the company that owns Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, uh, Oculus, the company is now called Meta because the nerd that is Mark Zuckerberg has decided that the future is not social media. The future is the metaverse. Mm. And he wants the company name to reflect that. So essentially it's a Wall Street play so that people looking at the company go, what is that? And rather than thinking it's just Facebook, they can see it as something more holistic. And the metaverse, in a best described as a virtual reality experience, you know, this put a a set of goggles on and you'll be able to, you know, uh, have a video conference in in almost real world situation where you're sitting around a table with friends, family or uh, business colleagues, Uh, whether it's gaming, whether it's um, fun, whether it's uh, social, whether it's business, the metaverse is believed to be one of the futures of the internet. Oh, I'm not 100% sold on it myself, but um, maybe Zuck knows more than we do. Um, the bike is a trillionaire, so I yeah. guess that's <laughs> probably worth thinking about. I would have thought uh, calling your company Meta after having, you know, supposed many uh, questionable things about data leaks and whatnot would not be a smart move, but... Uh... No, they didn't really think about the metadata thing, did they, you know? No. <laughs> um, they call, we're calling ourselves meta because of all the metadata we have on you. Um, yes, exactly. Metadata, again, not something I would have expected the average Joe to understand, it, but not for the uh, the government regulations of a few years ago around metadata collection. So, so what were they called before? Just Facebook? Just Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the thing is, Facebook created was created as a social media platform and then Facebook bought Instagram, Facebook bought WhatsApp, Facebook bought Oculus. And so now they're looking at it going, hang on a minute, the company is Facebook, but one of the products is Facebook. So that's why they've changed the company name. Well, fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, Let's talk uh, headphones because you found some gold ones for us. Yeah, these are crackers from Belkin. People might might know the Belkin brand from uh, charging packs, cables, all those kind of accessory features for your, for your phones and, and smartphones and other products. But they've just released a range of headphones. Now, the, the, the starting price of these is 90 bucks. Mm. The $90 headphones, I've been wearing them for a week. They're excellent. Really good quality, little in-ear, fully wireless uh, headphones. But in the box, 
is also a wireless charging mat for either the headphones or your smartphone. So for 90 bucks, you're actually getting serious bang for your buck. And then there's for 120 bucks, there's slightly better headphones, and they come with a with a power brick for your for your phone, so you've yeah, got extra cool. charge. 200 bucks gets you their best headphones, which have the the Find My technology built in. So if you've lost them around the house, the uh, the phone can locate them for you, plus a, a dual uh, wireless charging mat in it. So they've packed in heaps of value. These are going to be great gifts for uh, for Christmas. I think uh, 200 dollars and less for a good set of headphones from Belkin, and they've released those exclusively through Big W. Are they better than the iPod? What are they called? I what are the what are AirPods, the Apple ones called? AirPods. AirPods. Look, they're the ones. I'm going to say AirPods do have a better sound quality, but I actually think the Belkin ones have a better fit in my ears. So, right. personally, I'm a big fan of the $120 ones. Not even the $200. I'd be quite happy with the $120 ones from Belkin. So it just goes to show, as I was kind of said before, that you don't need to spend big bucks on headphones. There's some really good quality out there at really affordable prices. Trevor Long, the man behind EFTM.com. Make sure you give the website a, a bit of a look over. He knows all things when it comes to tech. And thank you so much for joining us this week. Pleasure, mate. Talk to you next week. Right now, joined on the phone by Mayor Stephen Lawrence, currently in Sydney doing lawyer, lawyer stuff, his day job. Morning, Steve. Hello. Welcome. Hey, mate. Good to be with you. Hey, let's talk about the Conservatorium of Music. I hear there's some uh, rumours about some changes afoot. Yeah, look, the Conservatorium of Music is an incredibly important part of our region, and we are really fortunate to have it because not all regional areas have a conservatorium. Mm. They've been for a long time um, operating out of a property there near Dubbo Central Primary School, but unfortunately the school needs are back to be used, I think, for classrooms. Mm. So the conservatorium's been in sort of difficult straits looking for effectively short or medium-term accommodation. But last week at the council meeting, we resolved to support our council assisting to facilitate the conservatorium being housed uh, in the CBD or Big Park area as part of a cultural precinct. And if you look further afield to places like Orange and I think in Bathurst as well and all sorts of different places, it's Mm. really common for councils to actually accommodate conservatoriums, whether on lease arrangements um, or something different to that. And I just think that if we could get a cultural precinct up around the cultural centre area, you know, certainly in the CBD Big Park area, you know, the library could ultimately end up there. It would be fantastic for the conservatorium to have that sort of place in Dubbo rather than just being moved around and potentially having to go into some warehouse somewhere. I think we need to really put this institution right at the centre of Dubbo, exactly where it should be. So, look, council supported it and um, the new council, because there's obviously an election very soon, will consider that when they form their strategic plan, which is like basically the document that sets out the plans of council for the term. Good news for uh, for budding musos out there. Now, Steve, let's talk about uh, this opening up. We had uh, Perite, Dominic Perrottet, of course, the state premier in town earlier mm-hmm. on in the week. Uh, we already starting to see people sort of flock out this way from the city. Yeah, absolutely. And it was good to spend a bit of time with him um, um, on Monday. And he made a series of announcements, which was good. And I told him that I thought it was very appropriate that he picked up the first place to come to. <laughs> but, um, yeah, look, things are really going to get up and running, I think, from the 8th. And all of our big tourism facilities are reopening. So we're going to have that influx of people. Awesome news, um, obviously, for businesses, hotels, cafes, restaurants. We're going to start to get back to normal. But, you know, these public health restrictions, you know, the logging in wearing masks in particular places. It's all going to continue, I think, for some time. So, yeah, there's obviously going to be concerns too in the community, mate, in terms of increased rates of COVID and stuff. But we are lucky to have got our vaccination rates up to over 90% now where 
we're leading the state uh, almost, and that's awesome. Mm. But, um, yeah, things won't get entirely back to normal, unfortunately. Now, I know you're a busy man. While I've got you on the phone, mm. I do want to ask one quick question uh, about upcoming elections. Lots of people mm. coming out of the woodworks uh, going for uh, the role, your role as mayor. When is this all happening? Mate, the election is um, on the 4th of December, um, and nominations close uh, today at midday. And, look, there's Labor candidates running in every ward. There's Ben Shields candidates running in every ward. There's a variety of independents in every ward. Mm. So there's going to be a strong variety of choice. So um, I would urge voters uh, not to prejudge things, but I would urge voters seek out all the information that you can on anyone you are thinking about voting for. Google any candidate who you're thinking about voting for. Look it up on Facebook. See all the information that's out there because I've made a commitment and I will stick by it. I will be airing all the information about every allegation of impropriety. I'll be doing that um, in the lead up to the election because the voters are entitled to know so that they can vote in an informed way. And so there's exactly a month to go till the election. That's exactly right, mate. Stephen Lawrence, thank you so much for your time this morning and uh, and uh, best of luck there in Sydney doing doing your day job. <laughs> yeah. Always a pleasure, mate. I'm back tonight, which I'm looking forward to. Popcorn. Chop tops. And the latest releases. Let's go to the movies with Shane A. Bassett. Not every person in life is as lucky as Shane A. Bassett. When I say he's lucky, it's because uh, for him, Christmas comes every single week with new movies. Uh, for the rest of us, we've got to wait till December every year, Shane A. <laughs> well, thanks very much for putting it like that. It is my favourite day of the week, Thursday, and it is like a mini Christmas, especially when big blockbusters or even some of the little ones that I enjoy just... There's so much variety in movies that just gets me going and I get excited. So, Pretty big one this week you, uh, right? for fans of Marvel. I've uh, been talking about this. People have been talking about it on and off for the last couple of years, I feel like, Shane Bassett, uh, the launch of Eternals. Yeah, it's been in the process for a long time. Um, this is the 26th movie in the Marvel Universe adventure. Mm. Like Since 2008, when Iron Man with Robert Downey Jr. first was released, there's been, this is the 26th movie, so there's lots of stuff here that's been connected. And this introduces new characters. Uh, they are immortals who have been brought to Earth to oversee things, help shape history. Not everything's gone right for them and we, f we find out why through the film. It's also linked to future Marvel movies, so don't leave before the end credits. This has an all-star cast with uh, Angelina Jolie, of course, Summer Hayek and more. Uh, is it worth watching? It's almost three hours, so be prepared. It's wow. not your average Marvel film. It's a little bit slower than normal, but uh, it's a spectacle. It is sweeping. It looks good on the big screen, put it that way. Um, Shane Bassett, uh, I know that you're a big fan of Angelina Jolie. Uh, I yes. Dare I admit it, I'm not so much. Uh, <laughs> is the movie... Oh, really? She's an Oscar winner. I, look, I've got nowhere to go with that comment. I just knew that it would... <laughs> I knew that it would trick you, to be honest. But um, is it uh, is it good and gripping with the big names in it? I mean, it's got that guy from Stuber in it as well. I forget his name. Um, he's pretty yeah. funny, from what I can tell in the trailer. Yeah, uh, definitely he provides a little bit of comic relief. Uh, Kamal Najini, I hope I'm saying his name right. Mm. Uh, yeah, Kit Harrington, Kit Harrington is also in it from Game of Thrones. So good, good cast overall, but I don't know, it's a little different. I took some getting used to, and I'm going to give it a two and a half buckets. Wow. Popcorn. That's lower than I thought. I am surprised, though, but I also think, from my own personal point of view, I do enjoy Marvel movies, but 
to be honest, it's a whole new movie with all new cast that we don't know. Like It's like launching with an Avengers movie, but you don't know any of the characters, so I'm a little bit iffy about it myself. Well, Shang-Chi did the same kind of thing. It introduced new characters recently, and that was great. If I was comparing the two, I would say Shang-Chi is a better Marvel movie, mm. but this one, you can tell uh, these characters are going to be returning in future Marvel films, so it's basically a big, long three-hour setup. Yeah. I suspect a lot of people are going to watch it just because Marvel is attached to the name, so I don't think they're going to be <laughs> crying too hard into their million-dollar bills and bank checks. <laughs> no, definitely Let- not, and it's spectacular. It's, it's definitely worth watching on a, on a big screen. Let's talk Red Notice, another movie that's out at Reading Cinemas today. Red Notice uh, has a cast including Ryan Reynolds, Wayne The Rock Johnson and Gal Gadot. Of course, she's Wonder Woman. Mm. And a few other celebrity cameos pop up in this. It's an international uh, spy comedy uh, about an art thief who's been pursued by Interpol. And a red notice is what is on the art thief's agenda. Now, a red notice is the highest warrant for an arrest that exists. So I didn't know that until watching this movie. And it's a bit of fun. There's some okay action in it, uh, but it's all about the comedy relief from the three main stars. I suspect so. Ryan Reynolds and The Rock in it would be pretty funny. Gal Gadot. They've got good chemistry, put it that way. How uh, many buckets of popcorn are you giving Red Notice, which is out at Reading Cinemas? Uh, you know, I liked it. It was fun, but it was one of those movies where you're watching it, you enjoy it, but when you walk out, you think, oh, what just happened? It left me with an empty feeling. <laughs> so it's still funny, though, which is the main thing. So it's also going to get a two and a half buckets. Okay, so same, same. Well, there you go. Two movies out today uh, at Reading Cinemas, The Eternals, the new one for Marvel and Red Notice movie. Analyst Shane Bassett, thank you so much for your time this morning. No worries at all. Bye for now. So this is Triple M Breakfast with Allo Baker right now, joined by local MP Dougal Saunders on the phone. A big day in Dubbo today, Dougal. Yeah, look, the uh, the new Premier, Dominic Perrottet, uh, you may have seen in the papers over the weekend, said uh, the first trip he's making is to Dubbo, on the first plane to Dubbo, and in fact he is. I'll be heading out there to, to meet him out there shortly. Um, and it's a, look, it's a, it's a nice tick, I guess, to, to say that our region, uh, and Dubbo is the capital of Western New South Wales, is a fantastic place to be. It's a fantastic place to visit. Uh, and Greater Sydney now, from today, being able to visit here uh, is a fantastic scenario for, for all of our businesses, all of our hard-working tourism and hospitality mm-hmm. staff that have been, you know, um, sort of on the back burner trying to um, do things a bit differently to get through COVID. Today, all of that starts to change, hopefully, with the, the gates open for, for travel for everyone. Well, this really is not just a step towards everything opening up. This is, apart from a couple of restrictions like still wearing masks and whatnot, this is virtually open slather. Yeah, look, and it's something that there will be some people are nervous about, and I'm aware of that, and I've spoken to quite a few people in the past week or so saying, oh, you know, we think it should wait a bit longer. Mm. The point is now, and for, particularly for our region, for the entire Dubbo electorate, so that includes Mudgee, it includes Narromite, it includes Dubbo, we are between 90 and 95% double-dosed. Mm. Okay, so we are at the top of the tree. We're, we're at the same level as all of Greater Sydney, and some parts of Sydney are, you know, above the 95% double dose now, but most of Sydney is at least 90. So we're at the same level. So mixing together, it's not an issue. People are worried that the virus will come here because people are coming from Sydney. But look, the days of having, you know, over a 1,000 cases a day in Sydney are gone. Mm. Uh, The vaccination rates have skyrocketed there and also here. So why wouldn't we want the business back? And that's the point. We want that business back. We want people from Sydney 
coming to visit and spend money. We want the ability for people from here to travel to the coast and visit family and friends. And that's what happens from today. And look, I think most people are really happy with that. And that's why the Premier's here. That's why the Deputy Premier's going to be here today to celebrate the fact that that can start to happen as we head towards a really, really important Christmas. Well, I'm guessing part of the reason he's here is because uh, Dubbo in the Central West is probably the poster child for vaccination in the state. Well, we really are. We really are the poster child. And one of the things we'll do today is visit the hospital. Um, The Treasurer, as he formerly was, now the Premier, has been at the hospital before with the Health Minister. But um, with the Macquarie building now actually complete and the ICU and the emergency that was fast-tracked to be able to be COVID-ready, he'll have a squeeze at that with me. Um, I'll show him the new Western Cancer Centre, which is just sort of open quietly to start treating patients. And it's just an opportunity to thank some of the health staff who have gone above and beyond again during this COVID crisis to make sure that everyone's safe. So it'll be nice for, for the Prem and Debt Prem to be able to actually catch up with some of the hospital staff and say thank you. But also, look, some big announcements today, mate. We've got, uh, first of all, out at the RFS, the, the big training headquarters there. We'll be talking a bit more about an expansion that's on the way, mm. some new aircraft that'll be based at Dubbo. Uh, we're also talking regional jobs and our massive regional creation uh, job creation fund There's a project uh, that's going to be given a big tick today and a few more still to come. So we're talking more jobs for regions, uh, more options to get people living out here, um, and that's exactly what we want and need. Well, if you see the state premier and uh, the entourage cruising through town with Dougald Saunders, (laughs) make sure to give them a wave. Yeah, look, we'll we'll actually be cruising down the main street um, at around about midday, 12.30, something like that, Mm. Uh, visiting a couple of businesses. I wanted to take the Premier and Deputy Premier along to have a yarn to a couple of different businesses that have obviously been through a couple of uh, difficult lockdowns now, particularly for the past three months up until recently. So it's just a chance for them to hear from people how things have worked, how how they're looking at bouncing back. And all of that, mate, is important as we strive to get people back on track and look we've got a whole heap of vouchers a whole heap of opportunities as we head towards christmas and i'm hoping people really take it up tell your family and friends the central west the dubbo region is open for business one request dougal get the premier a bottle of splash cola (laughs) (laughs) that's a very good idea i'll do that (laughs) locally be dougal thank you so much for your time this morning and uh, good luck today with the premier in town thanks mate we'll talk soon